Hi, coming to you with an early episode of Open Encounters. What you're about to hear is an interview I, I just had with a 24-year-old Eritrean man via WhatsApp from the Combs Detention Center that lies east of Tripoli, Libya, a seaside city where he's been witnessing bodies wash ashore from a migrant shipwreck that happened in July. His video began circulating the other day. Bodies he and some of the others among him have attempted to bury. He has found three bodies total and has seen three more that the Libyan Coast Guard recovered, but he says would not release for burial uh, for a total of six bodies on the beach uh, that are not put to rest. He has put his life at, uh, at risk making the burials he has only loosely in the sand. He believes they deserve this dignity and he has put his life at stake doing it. Uh, he has been threatened with death if he is caught. He is threatened with danger and death regularly anyway. Uh, Sammy has been in detention for more than one year with his wife and over 180 others, mostly Eritreans. Sudanese and Somalis are also counted among the detained. There is no food in the de detention center. What he eats, he gets from any money earned working outside, which puts him in increased danger. There's no clean water, only salty tap water. This makes people sick. Uh, from many of the stories you've heard, uh, read already on migrants of the Mediterranean, uh, people are always getting sick drinking this uh, unclean water when they're in Libya, and that's what they're facing right now there. Bottled water comes at a cost, and there's very little money, if any. Um, and so people are sick. He reports 11 are ill with TB. There are pregnant women and children among him. All are suffering. Sammy pleaded at the end of this conversation, which I recorded via WhatsApp, uh, our WhatsApp call to Libya from New York City, where I speak to you right now. He said he is afraid for his life. He said, don't forget about me or us. This is Sammy speaking to me from Libya just a few hours ago. Sammy, thanks so much for talking to me. Let me ask you about your immediate situation there. Where are you right now? Well, I'm in Homer's Detention Center, and I have been here for uh, one year and three months. A year and three months. And, and, and tell me the name of the detention center one more time. Homer's Detention Center. Okay. And, um, and what are you seeing right now? Are you in danger? Uh... Your question seems to be honest, Miss Palma. Uh, everyone who is in Libya is in danger, but mainly me uh, and my fellow Eritreans. In this detention center, there are about 183 Eritreans, male and female. And uh, we are always in danger because this detention center, it's not fully owned by the government mm -hmm. because uh, every night, uh, there are some militias around here uh, who could, who keep shooting at us, who keep pointing their uh, guns at us, and uh, there are many uh, uh, individuals who comes here uh, to make a threat on us. You know, mm -hmm. like smugglers, Libyan smugglers. Uh, they came here and uh, every day they try to manipulate us or they try to seduce us to leave this place and to go back to the sea again by paying uh, some amount of money, uh, Miss Palma. Okay. So every day we are in danger. But at this time, uh, more than ever, uh, due to the crash uh, on 25th of uh, July 2019, mm -hmm. uh, there was a boat who sunk in the sea, right? Right. 
uh, due to that, there was uh, a lot of dead bodies dead in the sea. But uh, some of them are being uh, pushed by the waves of the sea and brought to uh, our beach. They are in front of us. How many how many bodies have you found? Uh, totally, we, we found about uh, three. We saw them by our own eyes, but there were about six. Even there were three guys uh, uh, up from our beach uh, due to the due to close the coast guard of the Libyan uh, due to um, sorry close to the Libyan coast guards. Mm-hmm. They found three uh, dead bodies: one lady and two men. They found there. And we asked them for their uh, permission to go and see them, but mm-hmm. they, they refused us. They don't want us to go there. But these this three bodies, we saw them by our own eyes. And we have called IMC. We have called MSF. We have called Shazfi. And we try to tell uh, everyone who can listen to us, even our head of detention center, mm-hmm. from inside and outside. We have told them our these dead bodies. Even we ask them uh, if it's not possible, we can bury them uh, around here. If they can give us a free space, we can bury them. But uh, instead of helping us, they make uh, a threat on us again. They say if anyone comes to these dead bodies again, we will kill them and we will throw him the same way they are uh, thrown away in the sea. Okay, so, why and why are they threatening you um, with danger and and death for for wanting to bury these bodies? Miss Palma, uh, for, uh, first of all, I have to give you my guess. The thing is, I'm a Christian, and they have a saying that uh, they don't care. For one hundred percent, they don't care mm-hmm. because okay. their religion and their way of thinking. Does it told them like this? I don't know. But uh, when they see uh, uh, someone like us who is uh, even sick, not dead, even sick, they don't care about him. Okay. So, and have you been able when, to bury those bodies, the ones that you found? We cannot bury them. We just uh, we just push some uh, sandals to them, and we cannot bury them. Because uh, if, we, if we try to bury them in, in a good place, in a good area, and we are afraid they will do the same to us. I have to tell you honestly, I'm afraid for my life to Miss uh, Palma. And um, the, uh, the other people who were there in the detention with you, are they aware of what's happening on the beach there? And um, are they also trying yes, to help? Everyone. Everyone is aware of what's happening. And when you decided to go out there and do that, you're putting yourself at risk. What, what made you go out anyways? Uh, Miss Palma, uh, first of all, there are about 183 Christians, male and female, uh, here, like I told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone, most of them, I can tell you honestly, they are underages. They are, uh, they're under 18. You know, they are, yes, they are younger, they are younger than me. Maybe some of them are elders, but main, most of them are uh, younger than me. And, uh, the world, the world does not know our situation. Honestly, they don't know. Maybe they know some of it, but what we are uh, living like here, what is our situation, they don't know it. All right, tell me so, about the situation I, on the inside. Um, there, tell me the number. Yeah, hum, tell yes. me the number of people one more time. One hundred eighty-three Eritreans. Uh, one hundred eighty-three only Eritreans. 
Yes. Okay. And you there said there are some there... Sudanese and Somalis also. Okay. And you said there are also women and, and children there. Yes, yes. We have two pre pregnant ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, we have 74 Eritrean ladies. And, and uh, six, uh, sorry, five Somalian ladies also. And are you getting adequate food and water? Uh, for about two months right now, we don't have any food. No we food? Are, uh, yes, we are getting our food by working outside eating and getting some amount of money. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. and, then, and then purchasing your own uh, food? By working and try to... Uh, Yes, divide and yes, yes. Well, okay. And so, how, I, go ahead. Trying to oh. to everyone. Okay, we're breaking up a tiny it's bit. I'm gonna keep. Not enough, but it's not enough. Okay. And water? Are you getting? Are, are you buying bottled water on your own, or are you drinking tap water? Uh, I have to tell you honestly, Miss Palma, most of the time we are drinking salt water. And, I, and are you it's guys so sick salty. right now? Are you okay? We have uh, about 11 guys who are sick by TV, mm -hmm. and uh, everyone is sick. Is anyone? I can, say, I, can say, I can say everyone is sick because you can see it on their faces. Yeah. When someone does that, uh, if someone does not have enough food and not clear what everyone is sick yeah Even i'm sick but i'm i'm trying to handle myself i'm trying to care myself also okay and so and is there a place where you can wash and brush your teeth and shower we have a bathroom you a do. little bathroom okay yes uh <laughs> it's so funny miss palma when i'm saying we have a bathroom uh, it seems to be a bathroom with a shower, a bathroom with a mirror in front of you to see your face while you are brushing with this. <laughs> it's just a toilet and we clean it. We clean it by our hands and uh, where there is a, a, a tanker close to it, tanker of the, the, the waste. Uh -huh. And when the tanker is full, we try to clean it again. So we don't have a bathroom, but we are trying to manage. We are trying to survive. And tell me, will you describe the scene inside the detention center uh, besides the bathroom? What is it like in the area where you're sleeping and staying? Uh, if you want, Miss Palma, I will send you a picture. Please before do. Before and after. Yeah, please before do. Before and after. Before this place was, uh, before one, one, one uh, before two weeks, this place was renewed. They put a paint on it, a new painting. Uh, in order to just uh, to show someone from outside, maybe the NHR will come, maybe uh, IMT will come. Okay. You know, just uh, in order just to show them this place is clean, this place is safe. They just paint it inside our rooms, not outside, inside our rooms only. Got it. So they're just they're just but freshening the place up to make it look good for inspections, should they happen. That's it. Okay. That's it. Exactly. But we have a picture before and now. We have, uh, we have a picture uh, of the place before and right now. We can send it to you, no problem. Thank you. Uh, but everyone everyone here is in a past situation, Miss Palma. But uh, at last, I want to say something to you. 
I'm giving you my word is I'm giving you my word is uh, by putting my own life in sake not only in your recordings Miss Palma I have given my own life uh, in my in Facebook I have posted my faces my friends faces just in order to, in order the words have to show our problems have to see our problems yes so, they do right now please if you can and if you have anything to do if you have the power to say something please try to tell the world about our situation please try to make them understand i will sami i'm gonna human beings. we are human beings like them that's right okay okay i'm speaking to you from new york city where i'm at right now i just want to let okay. you know that we're thinking of you from New York, and um, I send you all my best, and I, I hope you stay safe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Palma. I hope to see you in a safe place and have a, chat, a good chat with you in a safe place. I do, day. too. I do, too. Please stay in touch with me, okay? I will. I will. No problem. This is my number. I will keep uh, uh, contact with you, and and don't forget about me or us, Ms. Palma, please. I will not. I will not. Thank you for your story. Thank you for telling me what's going on there. I'll get it out right away, okay? Thank you. Thank All right. You. Stay in touch with me. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Open Encounters from Migrants of the Mediterranean. You can follow Migrants of the Mediterranean on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you like Open Encounters, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review. Open Encounters is produced, written, and edited by me, Pamela Kirpius. Editorial and outreach by Nick O'Connell. Music by Giovanni Escalera. To read every story and to donate to humanitarian storytelling, go to migrantsofthemed.com. That's migrantsofthemed.com.